0: Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs Focus 1st and 10. We're here with JP and my brother from another mother, Caleb. And we're ready to go over this crazy NFL schedule. I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: I'm pretty excited, man. I'm uh, After seeing that schedule, I think uh, the Chiefs are in a pretty, pretty good state. I think we're in, a, we're in for a good ride this season.
0: Oh, I'd say. I'd say. I'm looking at uh, looking at all these games. You know, I kind of like this 2021 strength of schedule for all 32 teams. It's put out. It's done by um, <clears throat> my Sports Update Twitter. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at it from toughest to easiest, Steelers have it the toughest. That's surprising. Yeah, it kind of is. Mm. Then you got the Ravens, number two. The Bears, number three. Packers, number four. Mm-hmm. Vikings, number five. Real now quick, the Packers... imagine.
1: Uh-huh. Go ahead. Now, I'll say, imagine if they don't, if the Packers don't have Rodgers, they're going to be a lottery team. Oh, man. They have the, this... what, the fourth, touch, third or fourth touch, toughest schedule? That's going to be very difficult for them if they don't have him.
0: Yeah, it's four toughest schedules. That's going to be a rough one for them. Then, you know, it's it's a little, I don't know, I guess it's convoluted to some degree, but I look at, you know, you got number five, or the Vikings at number five. You got the Mm -hmm. Bengals at number six. Um, Lions at number seven. The Raiders at number eight. I mean, that's weird to me, but the Browns at number nine, which that's, I guess it would be the toughest schedule given the fact that they're playing us week one, but. um,
1: Well, also you look at the Browns, they they overachieved that season. Yeah. So, for them to get a tougher schedule, it makes sense, in it my does.
0: opinion. It does. I mean, you know, a lot of these teams, even the Steelers over Given, and we knew that was coming. We talked about it last year on the show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that they would fall apart week 11, and that's exactly what happened. They fell apart when they had to actually play somebody. So, that's, that's kind of a – that makes sense. Um, then you got, again, you got the Browns at number nine. The Rams at number 10, which that's, you know, pretty relevant for the top 10. Mm -hmm. Then you got us at number 11. Okay. I mean, that's kind
1: of to be expected. I mean, we're going to have some easy games. We're going to have some hard games. I mean, honestly, the Chiefs, in a way, are favorite to win every game to an extent. So, I mean, to see them at 11, I mean, it's not a big deal to me.
0: No, not at all. Then you got the Seahawks at 12. Um, Titans at 13. Cardinals at 14,
2: mm.
0: Washington at 15, 15th of a schedule. Okay. Um, the Texans at 16, then you got the Chargers at 17, Jaguars at 18, the 49ers at 19, now this is the one that cracks me up, you got the Jets at the 20th hardest schedule, the Patriots mm. are 21st hardest schedule, Then you got the Saints at 22nd, which I understand, you know, they lost their quarterback and they're, you know, the whole nine yards. I get that part of it. Um, The Bills at 23, which.
1: But theoretically, sorry, real quick, but theoretically, shouldn't they have a schedule that's top 15? I mean, every season they're winning 11, anywhere from 11 to 13 games. Yeah, but I'm wondering if they're not
0: basing this off of, you know, relevance of player and, you know. And that's true. That's just my thinking of it I don't know That could be wrong But um, The Bills are at number 23 And again That's another team Similar to The Steelers That Really kind of had A pretty easy schedule For the most part Last year Um, Relatively They had a couple of tough games They had to play But Other than that It was You know Pretty cupcake for them You got the Colts at 24 The Giants at 25 the Panthers at 26, they had a great, in my opinion, a great offseason. Um, the Broncos at 27, which that makes sense. The Dolphins at 28, that kind of doesn't make sense to me, but I'll go along with it. But guess who's number 29? Out of Now, understand everybody, this is toughest to easiest schedule. Okay, so the easiest is the last of the schedule out of the 32. Guess who's number 29? The Bucks. Isn't that surprising to you? I mean, not to me, but um, I'm being sarcastic. But look at that dude.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you're not wrong at all. They always, when he was in the AFC East, they always front loaded the schedule and they always back loaded the schedule. Yeah. It didn't matter what season it was. He was always had at least six wins right there, just from AFC East teams. Yeah. And not saying he can't play, but it just showed you that division time after time after time. He all he had to do. He's won seven out of eight games, six, 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 six to seven, or eight out of the eight, six to seven games out of the eight, and then beat up on these other guys. I mean, like we saw, man, in his last year with New England, he had a cupcake schedule. I mean, seriously, yeah. he had all the AFC East, which is normal. Then he had all these,
0: like, cherry pick teams that were struggling
1: yeah. throughout the season.
0: Yeah. In fact, I think that last year we talked about it, he had played more zero, one, and 2-win teams mm-hmm. than any other team in the league. And it never changes. I mean, it's crazy to me that he goes from one really crappy division to another. But it is what it is. He, you know, that that just kind of shows you how that roundabout goes. But then you got the Falcons, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Eagles got the easiest schedule.
1: Why do the Cowboys have that? That's kind of weird to me. The Cowboys are kind of right there. They might be maybe trying to have to have them have a playoff push.
0: They might be. I mean, given you know Dak was hurt last year and. Maybe they're just trying to help him get a playoff push. And they're definitely, you know, I mean, given they put the Bucks at twenty nine, do you think they want them in the playoffs? I'd say they do. Oh, for um, sure. You know, it's just kind of how they, you know, they're they're looking at it in in ways that to me, some of it makes sense. Some of it has never made sense to me. I've never understood Tom Brady getting the easiest schedule in his entire twenty one years in the league. Never, never gotten it, never will. But hey, that just kinda par for the course, you know. But it's kind of comical to look at some of these. I, I, you gotta, the Steelers, I understand they won 11 games. They hit week 12 and fell flat. Mm -hmm. But again, you're still playing with really a washed up quarterback if you really want to be blunt about it. And they just now got a running back, which they needed. But, I don't know that they made such a splash in the offseason that it's going to make that much of a difference, especially with him coming back. The Ravens.
1: I think they're going to tip a step back, honestly, this year. I think, I so think too. they might. It's very possible at this point, unfortunately.
0: I agree with you. The Ravens, at the easy. Okay, the Ravens, every year we've heard about Lamar Jackson and how great this team is, and, and they're going to be this, they're going to be that. And they got the second easiest schedule in the league. So they're really wanting them to make a push, too. That's that's I obvious. thought that was the second hardest. I thought it was still, oh, it is. You're right, it is second hardest. So, I guess you're right, you're right about that. I'm sorry. I was gonna, no, you're
1: good, that. man. It's all right. No, yeah, I get confused but... with the list, too. Don't worry about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and then I look at the Bears. I don't know. I mean, third toughest schedule. Why?
1: Whew. I mean, well, I guess they would think Jalen, not Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields is gonna be able to maybe turn that thing around. So, I mean, it'd be kind of interesting, honestly, to see what's going to happen at this point. Yeah. Just looking mean, at I the Bears, I think that this season they will do better. I don't know if they make the playoffs, but I think Matt, Matt and Aggie was able to save his job for one more year because we've seen how he has been with the Bears. The first season they went to the playoffs. They didn't, They went to playoffs and lost in a fashion, fashion, and every time after that they have continued to struggle. Looking yeah. at the Bears, I think this season they may have a resurgence, but I think they may not make the playoffs, just kind of depending on what's going to happen in the What's happening in the division with the Packers, with the Vikings? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different cards at play right there.
0: There really is. The Raiders at number eight. I mean, honestly, they didn't make the playoffs last year, and I don't think they're going to make it this year.
1: I, I, week five look, champions.
0: Yeah, week five champions. I mean, Raider Cody or Cody Raider or whatever you call yourself, you got your week five Super Bowl there. But um. The Chargers, I think, in our division, are going to be the tougher team out of all, you know, up for, as far as... I, th- I really do believe the Chargers can come in second in our division. They're not going to beat us. They're not going to come in first. They're not going to win the AFC West. But I think they can come in second. Now, <clears throat> depending on what happens with Rodgers, that's really going to depend... You know, I mean, there's still talk going around about him going to Denver, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I just don't. That's just me personally. talking. you think talking.
1: he'll retire before? The, do you think I, he'll, he'll just have to retire because the pack, Packers won't trade him?
0: That's what I got a weird feeling. If, if it, I mean, I, you know, honestly, it's hard to say with him. I don't know that he's the type of guy that would retire for one season at 37, 38 years old, mm-hmm. just to come back and play for somebody else. But <clears throat> you never know. I mean, he's really pissed off. Yeah. So
1: rightfully so, though, too.
0: He and, and I have no reason to say anything otherwise. I mean, he has a reason to be mad. He's he's been trying to get out of there for a while. They've not had done him right for five years. So it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting moving forward for the next few months to see what happens with him. I don't know that. I mean, okay, they the Packers offered him an ignorant amount of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, in reality, when you look I mean, of course the contract wasn't as long From what I'm told But apparently it would have put him as the highest paid Quarterback in football to stay Wow Now, that's in retrospect To years and money Not length of term And total amount of money But It's very, um, very Strange to me that he basically Hasn't even considered it and he and he doesn't care. I, I think the money is nowhere near, in his mindset right now. He's set for life anyway. The money is not even a thought. More of him wanting to be on a team that actually takes his input, makes decisions with him, not you know for him. And they're working against him right now. And that's that apparently that GM. You know he, he who did he uh, he he compared him to a Basketball coach, I can't think of his name right now, out of the 90s, and I can't think of who it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, and he basically texted that to all of his teammates, so mm-hmm. uh, there's so he's not coming know, back, no. When he compared, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about, Jerry Krause, yeah, Jerry, Jerry Krause, yeah,
1: Chicago Bulls, yep, exactly. exactly. He doesn't, so,
0: yeah, so uh, that's that's a situation that I think he just doesn't want to be in anymore. Uh, that's pretty obvious. So we'll have to see what happens with that. I don't know how that's going to work out for him or the Packers or whoever. If he ends up playing this year, I don't know. And, you know, <clears throat> I'm thinking about the Texans. What do you think about that situation there?
1: Um, They're going to be a dumpster fire for a few years. And I don't know what's going to happen with the Sean Watson case. It's still in limbo. I just hope uh, ratification comes to the situation. Looking... Uh, I. I- I have a feeling he probably will be on another team. Uh, he's not going to be in Houston anymore. That oh, relationship is done. When it comes to the Texans as a whole, they're going to be at the bottom of the AFC South basement, and the Colts are going to be on the rise. Yeah. Just looking how it is in the management, they obviously don't seem to have the players' best interest and heart when trying to build an organization and become a competitive team. i mean, You saw with Bill Brian. He took a team that was playoff-bound, easily wild-card playoff-bound, and dismantle that team in two years. So the way it's looking, I think, coming forward, they're going to be struggling. It's going to be a difficult time. Teams, people are going to be saying your t- career will die in Houston and not yeah. Cleveland. They're going to say yeah. Houston.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be an interesting scenario down there. I don't know how to, any other way of explaining it. I, I still am having a hard time with this whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, it's not really a situation we probably should get into on the show, but, but to me, it's just so far-fetched. With all the other situ- you know, the other things that are in play with that, it, it's very difficult for me to believe. I'm not saying that it can't be true, but it's just hard for me to believe, given all the circumstances. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to believe.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I just saying it's just a lot. There, it's just. Just got to wait and see what's going to happen, man. I mean, we'll probably hear something in probably the next month, honestly, getting closer to the season.
0: Yeah. It's probably when I, stuff
1: will probably start coming out even more.
0: I agree. and I, I, I mean, I have heard that um, he probably won't be playing this season.
1: Yeah, that's my guess so, as well.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, let's do this. Let's get into our uh, schedule, man.
1: All right. Sounds good. It so is I guess our we'll eleven do. hardest. So. <laughs> yeah, Eleven hardest. And actually, before we go into it, I'm not really worried about that being the 11th hardest. Mm. I saw the Chiefs last year with a lot of difficult teams to go against, and they played pretty well. So just looking as a whole, I think they're honestly going to be fine. We saw them play difficult teams from the, what was it, the NFC South. I mean, they play against great teams all over the place. Even the teams in our division give us a hard team, even though they're not the greatest. So I really think the Chiefs will be prepared moving forward. Oh, I agree so, I Anything agree. you want to say about that?
0: You know, I 100% agree with you I mean, I think they're You know, this schedule Looking at the schedule It fits them well mm-hmm. um, You know, we have that four-year rotation And this is just our year That we're playing um, That division And, you know it, What is it? The NFC East?
1: Yeah, NFC, NFC? East this
0: year yep. yeah. So, you gotta figure I mean We got a couple of tough teams In that NFC East That we're gonna be playing sure. Um One we just spoke about him as the Green Bay Packers. If Aaron yep. Rodgers is there, you know, he could pull something straight out of his ass at any point. And I'm not saying their defense is that great and and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm they haven't made that big a stride so far to make their defense any better. But so far in the offseason, but they if they have Aaron Rodgers and he's playing to his normal abilities, then and the right mindset I should say. And that's going to be one of the toughest games that we've got, I think, for us anyway. Now, other teams, yeah, that's going to be a – if they had this schedule, it's going to be tough on them. But, you know, we, we've revamped our offensive line. We've got our defense getting straightened out. It's just mm-hmm. – uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. No, I
1: agree. I think you're not wrong, man. You are not wrong at all. So moving through the schedule. So first, I'm going to start with the preseason games. So for the preseason games, there's going to be Three. The first two games are going to be away at 49ers, then at Cardinals, and then home against the Vikings. The way the schedule is looking like this year is they decided just to do three, three preseason games. There's not going to be a fourth one, but there's no date determined yet. So I don't know if that's still in limbo, if they're going to try to possibly get rid of it. But for what I'm also hearing, they're going to have training camp this year. Yeah. So, as, we, as JP and I already know, we tell the fans all the time, preseason games are to see what the players we have and to see what they can do in a football environment, professional field. You're going to have a lot of guys. You're going to have veterans playing. You're going to have uh, rookies. You're going to have uh, mid-tier guys. I mean, you're going to have a lot of different players coming into this space and playing and seeing if they can get a roster spot. And this is the greatest t- time for us Chiefs fans because we get to see the young rising stars play. We get to see guys from other teams that the Chiefs traded for, like O'Leary Brown, to see how he will do. And we also get to see these veterans that we pick, they pick up in the offseason, see how do they play in our system. So, I mean, yeah. the preseason, I mean, it's always a good time to see what happens. And what's interesting, though, JP, is you, uh, looking at this preseason schedule, we always play the Packers.
0: Yeah, but we they always. don't
1: have it on here. They took that and put it on our schedule. So I just yeah. thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. To I saw so. that. Yeah,
0: I noticed that. That's that's pretty crazy. You know, the one thing with this preseason situation it, it is pretty it's it's not determined yet. There's no real schedule for it yet. And I'm wondering if there because there has been some uproar about one by week three-piece mm-hmm. preseason games. We may not see a lot of veterans play Given the fact that they've added an extra game to the season.
1: It's possible.
0: We still have only one bye week. And, you know, maybe some of the newer guys, you know, that are newer veterans, you may see them maybe in a quarter. But we're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see any of our guys in preseason. I really don't think we're going to see. You don't
1: see, think Mahomes are going to get us a couple
0: series? I mean, he may get one or two series, but that's it. They're not going to. They're not going to play these guys and risk injury when you still only have one bye week and you add a uh, add a game to the season.
1: Didn't Tom Brady or Peyton Manning do that a few years back too? Well, yeah. it'd be like ten years now. They didn't even play the entire preseason; they just rested, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. You saying that? I mean, they honestly might take their approach. I mean, we know what we have now. They may have sent out for a series, but there's a possibility they may be, they may be like. Mahomes, you're not going to play. So I mean,
0: Exactly. All why would you take that there? chance? Yeah, why would you take that chance? How many years, year in and year out, we talk about it all the time, that you watch, you know, whether it be week three or week four in the preseason, somebody loses a star starter almost every single preseason year, or every single season, I should mm-hmm. say, during preseason. And now you're, you're basically adding more pressure to these guys to bring in the revenue. You don't give them the extra bye week. And then you take away a preseason game, which, honestly, I think it would be smart for every team that has their star players—you know, quotation mark star players—to um, sit, because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, God forbid that Mahomes went out there and some crazy lunatic was trying to prove himself and got by somebody and put him on his back and hurting for the rest of the year. Then what? That's true. You know, I mean, it—it'd it, be insane. Or you know, Travis goes out there and something happens to him, or Tyreek, you know, anybody for that matter, anybody mm-hmm. that we have on our active roster that's gotten us to where we're at, you don't want those guys out there getting injured. I mean, that'd be insane, but exactly.
1: And that's, we'll I what think, happens. one thing they're probably going to play a series or two, they're not going to do that much, no. in my opinion. So,
0: not at all, not at all. So, we got, but, we got uh, go ahead, man.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I was just saying, moving on for that, I'm just going to go through the games. And I guess I'll just do the – we'll go through every game, and then we'll do our prediction after that game. So, week one against the Browns at Arrowhead Stadium, 325 p.m. JP, what's your score prediction for that game?
0: Week one – uh, Go ahead.
1: I'll say, just remember, the Chiefs beat them in the divisional round, 22-17, to 17, so the Browns are going to want some revenge. Yeah,
0: they're going to want some revenge. Anything is possible. Yeah, but they don't have they – don't, they don't have what we have, and they – I'm sorry, but I'm going to stick with Mahomes' September record. I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with his um, Andy Reid's September record mm-hmm. and points average per game. I mean, it's every year, year in and year out since he's been here. The guy's averaging thirty-seven point seven points a game Ooh. in se- Week One. That's Week One.
1: That's nice. And in
0: September as well. So I'm going to say I'm going to say thirty-eight twenty-four.
1: Okay. I think that's a pretty good score. I think the Chiefs could win. I think that game is probably going to be 38... Uh, I'm going to say 38-17. I think the defense might have a good time getting towards to Baker and making him throw a couple interceptions. I think it's very there possible there. I
0: like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Yep.
1: yep. First, second game is going to be at Ravens, a Sunday night football stravaganza.
0: Mm-hmm. Mahomes
1: versus Lamar. Four.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, it, it's going to be I still see us just beating them. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but it's probably going to be 35-17. 35. 17. 35 30, okay.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. That's not bad. I think the Chiefs they can I I give the I give the Chiefs I'm going to give them a 10-point spread. I think the Chiefs can win some like 37-27. The Ravens are going to soar. I think the Chiefs can get all get after get after them early and get, get the score. The issue though is that can the Chiefs front seven get pressure. I know we have the new acquisitions like Jaron Reed next to Chris Jones. uh, uh Nick Bolin, our linebacker. I mean, just seeing these guys, I'm warning if they can make an immediate impact that's going to help our run defense because the Ravens love to run. And every time we played the Ravens, they've always been able to run the ball down the Chiefs throat.
0: Yeah, well, I can tell you this right now with Nick Bolton that I'm telling you everybody with what we've done right now, to boost that line, I don't see anybody running the ball down our throats. Because, honestly, the issue that we've had has been, basically, Chris Jones and Frank Clark out there doing it by themselves.
1: Exactly, that's the problem.
0: They, we, they can't don't do not have that it problem. All. No, they can't do it all, and we don't have that problem now. I'm sorry, but with those two acquisitions right there, that's going to be huge. Huge! Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's not going to be the Chiefs of the last two, three years that where they've allowed, you know, hundred yard rushers. I don't see and I'm this is probably a bold prediction. There may be one hundred hundred yard rushing game against us this year. Who do you
2: think Maybe could one. Be?
0: Honestly, I mean I probably gonna be a strange thing to say, but I got a weird feeling it might be <sighs> the only team that I can see us even or, honestly is Pittsburgh. And I know I'm. I know it's weird, but I can see Pittsburgh getting 100 yards on us because they picked up a great running back, and they do have a decent front line. So mm-hmm. if anybody's going to be able to run on us, that I don't see the Ravens. I don't see Lamar and his running back getting 100 yards against us. But I can see the Steelers doing it with their running back. Pittsburgh, I also
1: looking at the schedule as we're going through it. I think the Titans could be a team. I mean the Chiefs, I mean the Titans have always seen to have the Chiefs number during the regular season. I think that's a game that possibly the Chiefs could struggle due to injuries mounting up during that time. And also maybe the offense has an off day. I mean, we've seen it happen before.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless
1: the Chiefs just come out firing on all cylinders. I mean
0: Well, I'm thinking about the Titans and who's their big giant running back?
1: Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah. What didn't he only get sixty nine yards against us in a game? Basically, with
1: our, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, and the thing that's funny, though, is he's a great running back. But whenever you get ahead of a team like the Titans, they have to abandon the run. Yeah, They have to throw the ball. Yeah. And it, el- and when, and it eliminates his gameplay unless throwing on, like, the goal line. Exactly. So,
0: I mean. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's going
1: to be uh, a tough one there, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Moving to the next game. So we just went over the Browns and at the Ravens. So the next game for the Chiefs is going to be a noon game at Arrowhead versus the Chargers.
0: Hmm. That's going to be a closer game than anybody wants to assume. I think we're going to beat them, but I think it's going to be probably a seven point, seven to 10 point game. And I'm going to probably put it somewhere around 31-21
1: Chiefs. I think it's going to be... Honestly, I'm going to give the Chiefs three. I think the Chiefs are going to win somewhere in the bar, ballpark of 28-25. Yeah. I think the defense is going to stop the Chargers and force them to kick a lot of field goals that game.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, that's... You know, the Chargers are not a team to, um, to sleep on this year. And I'm not going to go the... Route of every single national guy that's ever out there that says this is the Chargers here to go to the Super Bowl or even make the playoffs <laughs> or anything else for that matter or win the West or whatever. But uh, I am going to say that out of the teams in the AFC West, right now, as it looks, it looks like the Chargers are probably going to come in second.
1: Hmm, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the next game is going to be at the Eagles, and that's a noon game. Andy Reid's going back to Philadelphia for a second time in his career after leaving the Eagles.
0: That's a smoking. I'm sorry, but that's going to be an, an ass-whipping. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> it, it just is. It's, Andy Reid's going to just – he's going to eat four cheeseburgers on the sidelines and just sit down on a chair and watch them kick their ass. I see that being probably 45-14.
1: Wow, you're pulling yeah. no, all that stops.
0: Yeah, you don't think Jalen Hurts a- and
1: there can score no. a couple times?
0: No. Okay. They, yeah, they could score twice.
1: 45-14. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I hear you. Um, I mean, looking at that game, I think the Chiefs can re- realistically win that. I I don't know if it's going to be a blow, but I, can, I give the Chiefs a 10-point spread on that. I mean, one thing about Andy Reid, he never buries teams. Unless leading up to that game... The Philadelphia media and the players start getting after Andy after what used to happen. Yeah. I can see Andy probably buried in that hatchet. So I'm gonna say the Chiefs are gonna win. I'm gonna say that game is gonna be probably 29 and 17. I think
0: somewhere in that range there. Man, I gotta remember. Let's see. That's week Hold four. On. That's week four. So that's still September, right? Or is um, that the beginning of October. Let me check for you. I think that might be the beginning of October.
1: Uh yeah, that fourth game is the beginning of October. So the well, first three games the Browns, Ravens and Chargers are in September. could well,
0: uh, Yeah, I, I the Eagles what are what, what day is that?
1: October 3rd.
0: Well, you know, we're beast we're beast all the way. You know, we're so far especially last year if you look at last year's what would we go uh the only team that we went four five. and one. We went four and one. Five
1: games. Yeah.
0: And the, what was it? The Raiders, right? That, yeah, wasn't that, the the, that was our Super Bowl. So I'm looking at this thinking, okay, I see us four and oh at that point. And I, I I can't see Andy laying down for them. I can't see him. I really don't see him. I think he's going to put it out on the table because I think he's kind of tired of hearing people say that he doesn't give enough and he doesn't push hard enough and he doesn't you know, finish the games and this and that and the other and he allows teams to rack up points on him at the end, you know, mm-hmm. trash trash points and all that. I think he's kinda of done with that. So especially and like you said, a hundred percent I agree with you. If the if the if the media base in, in Philadelphia starts running their mouths and saying things, oh shit. He's gonna put the hurt on him. So over. he may pull, he's gonna pull out stuff he he ain't pulled out in years and he's gonna make them look stupid. I still I'm I'm gonna I'm still I still think he's gonna score over forty on him.
1: That's fair. So for both of us through the first four weeks, we both have the Chiefs going 4-0, which I think is to be expected. Looking at the schedule so far, this is before training camp and everything else. So moving on to week five. Sunday night, Bills are coming back to Arrowhead, a rematch of the AFC Championship game.
0: Yeah. I don't think the Bills did anything this year to really boost much as far as what they really had last year. I mean, they've made a couple of, Changes and a couple of adjustments, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think it's probably going to be a 14 point game, and I probably want to say somewhere in the neighborhood of 31. I'm going to say, I'll say 31 14.
1: Hmm. Um, looking at that game, I think the Chiefs can win. Um, looking at that spread, I'm going to give it probably eight points. I think it's going to be a lot closer game. Than what people realize, I think it's gonna be 34 to 28. I really I do. I think the Bills Yeah, I, I really do just looking at that game. I don't think the Chiefs will probably bear them early, but then you know how it is. The Bills come back. Yeah just looking at Josh Allen, then they're gonna come with a vengeance. But this is all depending on how the, the Chiefs acquisitions go through the, the season.
0: Exactly. Bearing
1: injuries, so yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh the next game is at Washington football team. A noon noon game. What are your thoughts?
0: You know what? That's going to be an interesting game. I've said this going back to last year. Washington's not a joke team. Oh, no. And they're going to be a little tougher than people expect. If I give anybody through week six a better chance of scoring or getting a close game with us, I would give it to Washington. Hmm. Um, And I think it's probably going to be – It's gonna be a lower scoring game, in my opinion. I think it's probably gonna be somewhere around 27-21. I'm gonna give I'm gonna put it there. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh looking at that game, it's gonna depend on the offensive line play, the battle in the trenches. Looking at the the Washington football team defensive line with uh sweats and um, Chase Young going against yeah. our offense. Well, I mean, this is going to be like a really, really, really good te- test because looking at teams in the past like the Ravens, yes, they've had these good defensive lines, but the Chiefs absolutely dissect them and make them look silly. So, mm-hmm. I'm expecting Andy Reid to kind of do the same thing in this week six matchup. I think the Chiefs can win this game. I'm going to say 38 to 24. Um, just looking at it, I think the Washington football team is going to score. Now, hints why i'm saying 24 points because i think that that new guy heineke might be able to help them push the needle against the chiefs defense now the issue though is and i've said this before jp the linebackers we've had in the past aren't the best covering running backs out of the backfield the washington football team has a couple of good running backs i think I think it's J.D. McKissick, and then there's one other guy. I can't remember his name, but these guys are shifty. I really think that if they're going to have to – if the Washington football team wants to have success to score 24 points, those guys got to get involved. And we – the Chiefs need players like Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, and Anthony Hitchens to make sure they do not get a yard. They have to make sure every single down because this game is going to be one in the trenches.
0: Well, I'll give you this, and I'll go back to this again. You got guys right there. The three guys you just mentioned are nothing but help that we haven't had. Now, Anthony Hitchens has been there, but now he's got some competition and some help. So I think Nick Bolton is going to – I have a lot of faith in that kid, and I think he's going to – everybody that has talked about him outside of Chiefs Kingdom – has said that kid there is going to be scary. They, that was probably one of the best moves Beach made, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I
1: think it's probably one of his better moves of that it, draft.
0: I do too. So I think you know I, I I don't know man. It's going to be it's going to be hard pressed for anybody to get a hundred yards on us this year. I think that was one of the main goals with doing what they did in the draft and bringing out guys that can be immediate impact players. And starters right off the bat, and you've got guys right there that are very, very, very football savvy. They have very high football IQs, and they're beasts. And then you got again, you got Anthony that is going to come out, and he's got somebody that is right there to push him along. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, for so sure. It's
1: going to bring it's... up the linebacker play as a whole. Oh it's yeah, help everyone.
0: Yeah, agreed. So then we got who the Titans.
1: Yeah, we got the Titans. At Titans, a noon game. The last time the Chiefs were with the Titans, they end up losing in heartbreaking fashion off a blocked field goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that. But that was the – wasn't that – no, that was the – That was a regular season That was a regular season The Chiefs season got game.
1: revenge in the AFC Championship game, though.
0: Yeah, that was when we only allowed, what, 69 points for – I mean, 69 yards for um, – Derrick Henry, yep. For Derrick Henry. I hey, think Dak, with- Rick- Mm-hmm, uh-huh. Go ahead. No, go now ahead. I'll just say
1: in that regular season game, the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot. I mean, Damian Williams phoned the ball. They ran it back for a touchdown. I mean, there were yeah. so many missed opportunities left on the table that the Chiefs really could have ran the score, up, but they didn't. And then also, Mahomes was coming off that injury where his yeah. kneecap was like out of place. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just one crazy game. But after that, the Chiefs just went on a roll. So, yeah, they did. I mean, I'm not know, worried.
0: And you're right, too, because after that injury, he was playing somewhat gingerly on his leg, which I don't really think he needed to, given the fact that he wanted to come in after he did it and they put it back in place. His knees shifted out four inches. Let's just come back in after halftime. But, and he was ready to come back, you know I mean? But he was playing a little gingerly on that knee, and I understand. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I just don't. I mean, he's... I tell you what, man. It's going to be hard-pressed for anybody to even get to Mahomes this year with this offensive mm-hmm. line we got. But I, I, point wise on this game, it, it's always tough to play the Titans. It always has been. They've always been our, you know, our Achilles heel, if you will. And I'm gonna say probably
1: 28-24. 28-24. I know you're not gonna hear this, man, but I think this could possibly one of the, be one of the Chiefs' first losses on the season.
0: Oh, you just hurt my feelings. I'm hanging up.
1: <laughs> Why, man? I don't know. What to tell you. I mean, I guess we to have to cut the show early and everyone's only going to get the week seven of the schedule. But the only reason I'm saying that is because of Derrick Henry and the way the Chiefs have been playing, if they don't bury this team early, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans are going to run all over the Chiefs' defense. And that's something we do not need. As the game gets longer, Derrick Henry becomes stronger. He throws those nasty stiff arms, and he always gets in the end zone. So I think the Chiefs could possibly lose this game. I'm going to say 35-32, similar to what we the Chiefs played against the Tennessee Titans in their regular season matchup two years ago. I think this possibly could be the first loss. But granted, I think the Chiefs could also beat this team. It's just kind of up in the air for me because they always see the drop a game between weeks four and week seven. There's always a game or two the Chiefs always seem to drop every single year.
0: Yeah, I just think this year is going to be a – it's a statement year for them. Look, these, these guys are pissed. They're still pissed about that Super Bowl. And I don't think that – you know, I, I just don't see this being a year that they just give up on anything at any point during the season. I i, I don't see that happening. Um, but, hey, you know, you're right. I mean, Tennessee is just one of those teams that has always been that pain in the ass – little brother that's always mm-hmm. right there to bother you, you know, and yep. that's who they are. So it is what it is. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be, I, I think we have got a revamp defensive line, a running back or a, a pass rush. We're going to stop the run better. Uh, it, it's, I don't know, man, I've got so much faith in this team now compared to even last year. It's, it's in it's, it's scary to think about how good we're actually going to be, especially what, you know, and you got to think this is week seven. So you're giving Bolton and the rest of the new guys seven, six games prior to that to get accustomed to kicking everybody's ass mm-hmm. and getting and gelling with Spags's scheme. Oh boy. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm pumped about this, this team. I am pumped. I, I just am. It's scary. Think about it. Okay. Yeah, week, don't eight. Blame you. week eight. Giants.
1: Arrowhead, a Monday night football game.
0: Um I'm sorry, man, but this is gonna be a, it's blow a blowout. It's, be a, a blowout. Yeah, it's a blowout. I'm gonna out. It's a blowout. I
1: really think the Chiefs are gonna give it to them. I mean, yes, the Giants have a lot more weapons, but I see them struggling this year. They're gonna get a little better, but I don't see them being the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are gonna win by two touchdowns. That's Easy what I'm gonna two say. Two touchdowns. Easy two
0: touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a blowout. That's probably gonna be a honestly, I mean, I can see it being forty to seven. I really can I can see it just being a smoke, a smoke fest. I mean, I, I really can People are going to be leaving, you know, like they're just going to be going home. You know, it's just going to be one of those games. I just got a weird feeling. Uh, There's just, I know they got Barkley coming back, but that doesn't mean anything right now. We don't even know 100% if he is coming back and if he's going to be completely healthy, but so far they're saying that he's coming back and he's going to be okay, but I don't know. We'll see who we got. Um, the Next. Packers nine. Yep. Woo.
1: Oh, uh, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that
0: could – if Aaron Rodgers is on
1: the team, I feel <laughs> like that game could possibly be a loss. Yeah. I think that's could be the Chiefs' second loss of season. unfortunately. Just when you're playing against Aaron Rodgers, crazy stuff seems to happen. If you're playing against Aaron Rodgers, the defense has to dot all their I's and cross all their T's. They yeah. have to make sure they are disciplined every single player because all it takes is one play. Aaron Rodgers can bring his team back. We've seen it happen many, many times.
0: Yeah. And the guy's got so much experience. He's so good at what he does. Yes, their defense hasn't really made an impact as far as the Packers are concerned. But Aaron Rodgers does. And it's it, three things are going to depend upon that. It's going to be if he's back, number one. If he is back, if he's playing to his full potential. And then number three, if he even... Cares enough to play to his full potential, I guess I should say, and that's going to be the three key factors. But that was the game that, if I thought anybody was going to beat us, it was them. That's the only, and that's with Aaron Rodgers only. That's only with Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is not with with them, they're not going to beat us.
1: Oh but, yeah, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, that's a L. They're not yeah. going to win that game. Yeah,
0: definitely not. at all. But I mean, if it's Aaron's are there. Which right now it sounds like he's not going to be, but if he is, then uh, that might be, in my opinion, that's our first loss of the season. Loss of the season, mm-hmm.
1: right there. I agree. Yeah, I think that could possibly be our second, but also yeah, earlier it could be
0: depending on Aaron Rodgers. The next yeah.
1: game after that is against at the Raiders Stadium Sunday Night Football. Yeah.
0: They ain't beating us. That ain't happening again. Sorry, it's not going to happen again. The victory lap the run them.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, no, the victory lap did ruin the Raiders, and I think the Chiefs are going to handle business. Another ASC West opponent, the Chiefs come in, take care of business, and leave, man. I mean, there are bigger things to have, bigger games that the yeah. Chiefs are going to have to prepare for moving to the second part of the schedule, and I really think that they have a really, really good chance of winning it.
0: Yeah, they got bigger fish to fry than Derek Carr and mm-hmm. I mean, believe me, that's not even a if he's even playing at that point. But no, that's not even a not even a thought in my mind right there. I think it's what my score prediction on this. I think the Chiefs are going to come back and put a hurt on him. Um, simply because of the stupid shit they pulled last year. And I think it's probably going to end up being somewhere in the 38-17 range.
1: I'm gonna say thirty-six to twenty-three. I think it's possible like that. Two touch, two score game, two, three score game. I mean, yeah, at this yeah. point, I'm not really yeah. worried. So in the first ten games, weeks thrown through ten, I have the Chiefs going eight to two with a possible loss to the Titans and the Packers if they have Aaron Rodgers. JP has them going nine to one, and he thinks the only loss that could be would be the Packers. But then again, that's if they have Aaron Rodgers. So through Correct. the first Ten games I have the Chiefs going eight and two. JP has them going nine and one. Yep. So week eleven.
0: With, with exceptions. With exceptions.
1: Yes, yes with yeah. exceptions. Thank you, JP. Now week eleven. Four years ago, the Chiefs lost a heartbreaker to the Dallas Cowboys, and now they are coming to Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Look, man, I can't wait for that game. If I have I'm gonna try to get tickets to that because that's gonna be an electrifying game.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be um... That's going to be a, a, a crazy game. I think Dak is going to come back with a, a chip on his shoulder. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game than people expect, for us anyway. I do believe we're going to win, but I think it's going to be a closer game. And I don't even know if it's going to be... I mean, I don't know how great their defense is. I haven't followed them enough to know how good their defense is, but... You know, I mean, I they still got better
1: esque a little yeah. bit, not much. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I don't see us scoring under really 28 points a game this season. So, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say 28, 20, 28,
1: 20. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think this could be a closer game. I get the Chiefs 10. I think they can win this game. I'm gonna say third. I'm gonna say 34 to 24. I think. Looking at their schedule, that Dak is going to be able to make them help the. Uh, sorry, they're good. He's going to help the Cowboys get on the move, but it also this game could be one the trenches because of Ezekiel Elliott. He's been quiet the last couple of years. I really think this season he might try to make an emergence in that the Chiefs can't stop him. It's going to be a long game, but I think the Chiefs could win by
0: a score of 10, 33 to twenty-three. Okay, and then we got Week Twelve by, so that's yep. great. Five. Everybody's only got one bye week, people. So Unfortunately. Yeah, so we got 11 games to get through before we hit a bye week. Yeah. Um, uh, the
1: next game is against the Broncos at home. Hey, man, I know many Broncos fans, and if the Chiefs win, I'm going to talk a lot of trash. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be mean with it this time around because, look, I've had to hear ever since the rumors of Aaron Rodgers going to Bronco- the Broncos Broncos fans have been coming out of the woodworks and oh, yeah. blowing up Michael saying, "Oh, we're gonna get Aaron Rodgers, or oh, we're gonna get Aaron Rodgers." Look, if they would have got, if he's coming, they would have got him already. Now, granted, his cap hit will be less against the Packers. I think June, 1st. Yeah, so June first, so nothing will happen till then.
2: Nope. But
1: I just don't really see him going there. I know they have some pieces. But honestly, man, if he's trying to go somewhere, he might just want to go to a team such as, like, Washington. They actually have a defense. Yeah. Washington football team has a defense. And if he demands a trade and says, I want to go here, they're going to either have to, A, honor that trade, or he will retire. Either you get compensation from him or you don't. That's the issue that they're in right now. But I really think the Chiefs can kick the Broncos' tail. Oh, Harden.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. You know, with, and, and granted, that was an option on the table for Aaron Rodgers as far as going to Denver. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I just truly don't think it's going to happen. And it's going to break a lot of Denver fans' hearts. Oh, well. doesn't hurt my feelings that much. But I, I'm sorry, guys. He's probably not going to be in your in your stadium unless he's playing against you.
1: Well, even if he goes there, I still don't feel threatened, to be honest. I don't either. What's well, well, the she's going to do? Split the series?
0: I you mean, Honestly. That's really about it. The only thing I can say is this. If Aaron Rodgers, no matter what team he goes to, he's gonna make an immediate impact. Now, with that being said, they still have a really shitty defense. They they are getting Von Miller back, and I will give him that. And I love Von Miller. I do. I wish he was here, but he's not. Um But I, I, I dude, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an ass kicking, I'm sorry. Um It's probably going to be somewhere. I'm going to give us three touchdowns on that game. I mean, I I am. I'm going to probably say 42, 14.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I think the Chiefs. I'm going to give, and I keep giving the Chiefs 10 point spreads because that's normally what they're winning by. But I'm going to give this one 15. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think this is a game they could score 40 like they did against the Broncos last season. I'm going to say it's going to be 40 to 25.
0: Well, you're always think. conservative, man. You're a conservative guy, and well, I understand that.
1: I'm just saying, man, I expect to choose some blow teams and they be winning, what, 22 to 17 and stuff like that. It's like these crazy scores be coming out of the woodwork. And Andy Reid never buries anyone. So I'm just well,
0: offering from experience, but I see your point, man. Yeah, I just think this is the year that – I think this is going to be the year because of last year's heartbreaking Super Bowl loss. I think that they are going to make – a mockery of everybody that they go up against. And I think Andy's finally got it in his head that, you know what? This being the nice guy is not always going to work out for you. And he's found that out a couple times, especially against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I just got a weird feeling. He's just going to, he's going to hurt everybody, man. He's going to go out there and say, you know what? If it's, if there's 30 seconds left in the game and you got 50 yards to go score. I don't care what the score is. I think he's going to do that. I really think do think he me. will? I do, man. I, I think- don't
1: know, man, because I think at that point, then people would be putting an even bigger target on the Chiefs' back saying, oh, they're running up the
0: score. Well, here's the thing. If we're – they did the same thing in, with the Saints. I mean, look how many times Sean Payton ran the score upon people. You know, I mean, they're, they're up by 34 points in, at the end of the third quarter, and then they scored three more touchdowns or two more touchdowns. I-
1: you I remember know, one so, time they won get like sixty-two to seven. I was like, "What?
0: Sixty-two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And that was that game that I was like, "Why are they still scoring?" You know, I that that was almost ridiculous. I mean, and I and they've done that more than once. That wasn't the first time they'd ever done that. But mm-hmm. Peyton is famous for that, and he's never been famous for that. And I think this year is going to be a statement year for this 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 franchise.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So then we got who. The Raiders. I There's think the Chiefs can nothing. win
1: that game. Unless Derek Carr has some type of crazy game, the defense is off like they were in week five of last season. I think the Chiefs can win this game. I really do.
0: Yeah. Derek
1: yeah. Carr is probably going to throw a couple of interceptions, and you could probably see John Gruden riding off to the sunset if they can't turn it around.
0: Well, that's already been pretty much. Um, pretty much going. That, that, that was pretty much the statement that was made somewhere February I think it was in February that if Gruden didn't get to the playoffs this year he was done and I mean I'm sure the Raiders are willing to give up three extra five years on his contract because it's fully guaranteed mm-hmm. just to get somebody in there that can help them win because they're in a new city they're in a city that right now is embarrassed and has been embarrassed by that team I'm in that city so I know what the Raiders fans are saying I listen to it all the time the only people that ever talk them up are the newscasters And that's just because this is the first time they've ever had a real... You know, other than the Golden Knights, it's the first time they've ever really had a franchise um, professional sport here. So... I... (laughs) I think John Gruden's got... I think this is... Honestly, I think this... If he doesn't make the playoffs, this is definitely his last year with the Raiders. Mm. So, and I don't see us losing against them at any point this year. Um, I still think... This might be a little closer game, but I can't see our defense giving up more than. All right, our defense last year averaged, I think they averaged through the first, I want to say, eight games. They averaged 17, they gave up 17 points a game through the first eight games. And then by the end of the season, I think it ended up being around 20, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at their skeleton right now and uh yeah, I would say that's about that's, that's I would say that's probably about right for that instance. I mean yeah, it's kind of I mean those games were I mean how to say it, they were different. Yeah, just kind of looking at it for say I mean they won the first game by um I think the first game was by like ten, the second game they won by three, and then they won by like eight. So yeah, I mean, that's that's understandable. And I, I I I can see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can see the Raiders losing by at least at least eleven points in that game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably put it somewhere thirty-one twenty-one in that range, thirty-one mm-hmm. twenty in that range. Uh, we may score a few more on them, but I I know the Raiders have got it. They got a couple ass weapons coming this year. <laughs> yeah, well, they so, didn't really.
1: Chiefs didn't really get to give it to them that game last year at their home, so that could be this will be probably will be the game where they're not yeah. playing around. Yeah. Uh the next game after that is at the Chargers on a Thursday night football game. Um, this can be a cr- big divisional round game. The Chiefs versus Chargers, Mahomes versus Herbert, second time yeah. around. What are yeah. your thoughts?
0: I think we're gonna beat them. I think it's gonna be a little closer. I still think the Chargers are gonna be a team that is gonna come in second. I think it's probably going to be, again, a close game, probably a, you know, three to seven point game. So I'm going to probably say, you know, 31-24. 31-24? I'm
1: yeah. Kansas I'm going to say, I'm going to give it five. I'm going to say 33-28. to Okay. I see the Chiefs, uh, they're going to kick probably a couple more field wolves than normal, just to so keep it safe. But I think... Dirty Dan might do his thing and get a lasting interception like he always does against the Chargers.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dirty Dan. He's there. Yep. And he's, yes, sir. he's here for another year. So mm-hmm. let's, so uh, during
1: that... Sorry, bud, What are you saying?
0: No. I was going to say he's 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 always that guy that seems to come out of the woodwork and pull something out of his butt. And between mm-hmm. him and Tyron, they, they, they both have done us justice to every degree. So I think that's... I think you're... You know, it's going to be a closer game, but it's going to be... You know we're gonna win that game. So uh
1: uh-huh. so looking at weeks eleven through fifty, we have the Chiefs winning. So the total right now, I believe I have the Chiefs going thirteen and two right now. Uh bearing exceptions and JP has a Chiefs going fourteen and one bearing exception exceptions. Correct. So week sixteen, the Steelers are coming to Kansas City. Uh I think the Chiefs are gonna win that game, unless oh, yeah. the Steelers just somehow control the ball with the running game. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. I have no doubt about that. This yeah, is probably be Big Ben's last year. I really think at this point the Chiefs are going to lay the hammer down because they have always been in the Chiefs a thorn in the Chiefs side. They I've have seen been. them many years they have beaten the Chiefs when we were at our highest, and it's always yeah. seemed to happen. I really think the Chiefs can win.
0: Yeah, they haven't done so well against us with in the Mahomes era. But again, this is a washed up quarterback a team that is not really set up to play somebody of our caliber. And I think it's going to be a pretty good spanking. I'm hoping what I'm hearing is right with Andy, and he does have that kill mentality in him right now. And if that's the case and it's true, um, I'm going to say 38-24.
1: 38-24. I'm going to say... I think the Chiefs are going to win that game.
0: Okay. Uh, You know what? That 18 points, uh, it's funny you say that because Pittsburgh always has them weird-ass scores. They do. They do. They they score nine. They score eight. They score two. They. I mean, it's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) They're not wrong. They
1: always have those weird scores all the time. Yeah. Whoever they play, whoever whoever their opponent is, they have a weird score, or whenever they play, I mean, it's just every time doesn't matter who the team is.
0: Yeah, and it's weird that they always seem to have a tie. Have you ever noticed that? It's like Pittsburgh. Recently, you always look at
1: their. Score yeah, they board. have ties. They
0: Have ties all the time, and it's like weird. You know, they like It's like nine, seven, and one, or some stupid shit like that. I've never. I don't remember the Chiefs the last time the Chiefs had a tie. I don't remember that. I mean, it's. I don't
1: see it happening. Either we're I mean, gonna win or lose at this yeah,
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just, I don't know. It's weird. Then we got week 17 to the Bengals. What do you think of that? Hey, man,
1: I think the Chiefs are going to win Mahomes. If the way it's looking at that time, the Chiefs aren't fighting for a playoff spot. I think the Chiefs will win that game. I don't know if Mahomes will play that game mostly. But I mean, it's against the Bengals. Joe, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow in the Bengals versus the Mahomes the Chiefs. I mean, this is going to be some LSU boys bowing out with Jamal Chase and Joe Burrow. Uh, Claude Arrow was a lair, uh Tyre I mean, it's gonna be a great game. I just don't know if the starters are gonna be playing that late in the season. Bearing injury. I don't I think this game could be the point where they have the beh- Mahomes play for a little bit and the backup QB come in. But we also get to see some of these younger guys get a chance.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like fortune can come in there. We're probably gonna see some more of corner of Powell depending on that season. Demarcus Robinson might be able to play a little more, even though he's considered a veteran. I mean, just kind of looking at Amar, Amari Watts Granted, if he's still on the team, Dorno Daniel might actually be able to play linebacker. So yeah. I mean, just looking at that game, a lot of different factors can happen there.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I like Burrow. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think the team is set up to be that good yet.
1: Not yet. Yeah.
0: And it's probably going to be a 14-point game.
1: Yeah, I agree. I so. think it's very possible. Even yeah. pushing probably in the 20s because their defense is struggling and they, have really, ha- they really haven't they really have had an offensive line. Frank Clark and Chris Jones should be able to eat that day. But looking at the last game of the season, the Chiefs go to Mile High Stadium and play the Broncos. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, they're going to embarrass them in their own stadium again. Gonna... <laughs> I'm sorry, but they are. It's probably going to end up being another blowout, probably 14 to 17 points. Um, I see the Chiefs, you know, I probably look at a thirty-eight seventeen win. mm seventeen.
1: Mhm. Um. I think honestly, all the starters in this game will rest. I think the Chiefs could win this game, granted on the fact that the Broncos offensively struggle immensely. Now this is a different game than looking at the Chargers last year, where Justin Herbert was doing his thing and they were willing and dealing. But I think the Chiefs could honestly win this game. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this score is gonna be. Uh, well, this is gonna be a weird score, man. But I'm gonna say 26 to 13. I think that they're probably gonna score a time or two, but the defense overall is gonna be able to stop them, especially our uh, backups.
0: You know, we have backups um, that I'm I'm not gonna sleep on, and I hope nobody else does either. Um, that that's what we were missing last year. You know, and and we've been missing it, you know, and that was something that Veach really put an emphasis on this year was to bring in guys that can fill in regardless of the situation, whether it be, you know, injury or rest, either way. And he filled those shoes. I mean, he really did. In my opinion, this is one of his best drafts. And we got guys that I think everybody that he drafted can be an immediate starter. I still look at some of the undrafted free agency picked up and some of those guys can be starters. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man, I, I, I am really pumped up about this team this year. I I just am. I I, I, ever since the draft and these free agents that he's picked up, I am thoroughly pumped up about what we've got going right now. And the greatest part of it all is that these young guys get to learn from the guys that have been here that know this system, that know how every, everything works and everybody works, and they're just gonna—it's like they're—they're just—it's almost gonna be such a smooth transition when we do have players that may leave, retire, whatever the case may be, moving forward past this season. That we're just gonna continue to roll the way we're rolling right now, and we—we're mm-hmm. in a position. We're in such a unique position that we for the next. Really, seven to ten years, if not longer, we could be that team that you can actually say is an honest Patriots team that Hmm. can go to six Super Bowls, seven Super Bowls, eight Super Bowls. Oh, it's possible. Yeah, it's it's very very possible. possible. And it's doing it legitimately with pure talent on all sides of the ball, coaching, everything. You know, Tyreek put out a while back, he put, you know, uh, coach Todd doesn't get enough respect He doesn't That guy is great He's a great coach Friggin Andy Reid I, You can't say enough about him Eric Bieniemy Is here to stay for a while I'm hoping that I mean I hope he gets a head coaching job But again
2: mm-hmm.
0: I love it that the fact that he's here Because he is such a motivator With everybody Can you imagine being a rookie And having him as an offensive coordinator I mean, his speech to Cornell Paul made me want to run through a wall. I don't, know, Dude, I don't even get the suit up. I'm <laughs> telling you, I wanted to just put my head through a wall and then start crying. I didn't know which way to go with that guy. I mean, he, he puts so much motivation into you that it's like, I'm 51 and I want to get out there and start playing. So it's I love his whole demeanor. I love the way he coaches, the way he treats the players. He's learned from the best. And you can't ask for more than what we have in a coaching staff and a player's staff, for that matter, for from a player's mm-hmm. aspect, we just have, you know, we're so lucky as cheese fans, as in as football fans, we're we're absolutely immensely lucky. I don't think anybody understands how lucky we are. Um, just so you know, and I'm going to throw this out there because it has absolutely nothing to do with football right now. I don't know what the hell's happened with the Royals, but they have lost ten in a row. They've dropped ten straight games. I don't know if it's the pitching. I don't know what is going on. But they came out at the beginning of the season looking like they were going to be a playoff team. And as it looks right now, they're not even going to get close to 500 if they keep playing the way they are. I don't know what the hell's happened to them, but they have fallen flat on their ass. Ten straight losses. That's insane. Um, Now... Let's talk about a couple of little things before we get off the show here. Well, um, on
1: real quick. I wanted to just run through the final predictions. So um, I think the Chiefs are going to go looking at 15-2 and two, and you have them going 16-1. Do you think these predictions so far are accurate in a sense?
0: I think they're very accurate. Barring a few little changes here and there or I guess obstacles, um, I, I fully think that they can easily go both you know either either way i mean honestly they could probably run the table if they wanted to but again you know if you're sitting at 16 and 1 or 15 and i guess 15 and
2: 1
0: mm-hmm. you know your starters are going to sit yeah you may take that chance of losing that last game but i don't know man it's going to be <clears throat> i think they're, i think it's very accurate what do you think
1: to an extent yes we really won't know, honestly, until after training camp is over and then rolling into the first week of the season. Um, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. But what scares me still is we don't have another pass rusher al- alongside Frank Clark. So to that extent, I'm a little scared. But I think it's, theoretically, they can go anywhere between 13-4 and four and 15-2. and two. Any, well, be- Anywhere between 13 and 15 games of the season.
0: Well, just, put it, just know this. There's a lot of off season left. And I still don't believe Veach is done. I still mm-hmm. think he's got a couple things up his sleeve. I'm still hearing he's got a couple things up his sleeve. And you know, post June 1st things always something always happens. And you've got that second wave, you know, of trades coming after that. I I don't know, man. I I, I think this is our year to prove to everybody that it's not just Mahomes. It's not just Kelsey. It's not just Tyreek. It's mm-hmm. an entire group of guys that are going to go out there. I mean, think about it, dude. We had, last year, we had a decimated offensive line with 14-2 at the starters. Yep. Okay? We had injuries on both sides of the ball, really, when you think about it. You know, we had uh, corners hurt left and right. There were situations... During that entire season, that we were injured, and we still, and, and, and the main part of it was that offensive line. From week two on, our offensive line was never, never right. Never the same. Never the same. So think about it now that we have an offensive line and backups for that offensive line that can step into that role and protect Mahomes. That guy's going to have so much time in the pocket, he could eat a sandwich. I don't see him getting more and I'm maybe a bold prediction I don't see him seeing more than 4 to 5 sacks this season. If that. That's a very bold prediction, man. <laughs> I don't see it, man. I mean this is this is the uh, okay, look at Aaron Rodgers last year. How many times did he get sacked? Oof, I'm not maybe sure Oh, a lot. No, Aaron Rodgers hardly got sacked last year. Oh, oh he yeah, he, barely did touched. One of the best yeah he had the best offensive line that he's had in I don't know how many years. He barely got touched. And this offensive line, in my opinion, is better than the one that they had. And that's not being a homer. That's being truthful. We brought in some guys that are stupidly good. Mm-hmm. You know, we were playing with injured backup players all season long. And Mahomes, even with his sacks, and I don't know exactly how many he got last year, but even with his sacks and running for his life most of the time, they went 14-2, and breezed through the freaking playoffs, went to the Super Bowl, and that's, that last playoff game is what really did us in with that offensive line. You had, a, you had no Fisher, you had no Swartz, and then you had a bunch of third-string guys that had never played in the Super Bowl before that were out there trying to protect the best quarterback in the league and couldn't do it. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, if he'd have had a little bit more time and our guys were, you know, I think, and like I said, we've said, you know, I've talked about this prior on prior shows. They knew at halftime they were done. They knew not just from the play of the offensive line, but they also knew of the other factors that were involved during that game that they were done. They knew they didn't have a chance. They knew it, but they fought. They fought until the end. I've got a great picture of Mahomes basically horizontal throwing a pass that – and it was – honestly, it was dead on. It was like a 27-yard 27, 27 pass that was dead nut, and it was dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, so – That would have normally not happened. Chris Conley would have caught that ball. He really would have. I mean, he's caught a couple of them when he was with us. It was like that. You know, Mahomes was running for his life. His toe was on the white line, you know, on the sidelines. And he threw this rocket into the end zone. I'll never forget that play. And that was the day then that I knew that Mahomes was the absolute best quarterback that's ever played this game. Mm -hmm. It was that play. Because he threw to a quarterback or to a wide receiver... That really wasn't that great, but yet made that play look effortless. And that's something that you cannot teach. That is embedded in you, it's part of your DNA. And that's what Mahomes has. And we got a lot of years left with him to do the same exact thing over and over and over. And I saw a picture of him the other day. The dude's got some, it's good, he's bigger than he was last year. Dude's thick. His arms are Yeah, in mind. prepare for that punishment if it ever comes his way holy mother of god i mean he you know i mean we talked about it i think on the last show about him having some issues with injuries you know and it seemed like to me they were kind of you know the knee injury that was kind of a freak accident but you know he's had a couple of injuries over his three-year four-year career that you wouldn't have think that other quarterbacks would have had i'll put it that way um you know the toe thing and and Mm -hmm. you know other stuff but Again, he's putting himself in a physical position that he can take that stuff and keep moving. And that's what he needed to do. Now, he's protected. He's absolutely protected. And by the way, I wanted to give a shout out to Fisher. I'm glad he got signed. You know, that's a big contract for a guy that's coming off a tear like he's got. And I, I, I wish him all the luck in the world. I really do. Mm -hmm. I hope he does well. I mean, I hope he does really well. He, you know, he was a part of this team and I believe me, I was, I had my, my quorums with him prior to Irving coming in and then I seen what we actually had in Fisher and I thought, oh shit, yeah, we need Fisher back because Mm -hmm. he was, uh, he was an all pro. I mean, he really was. It was just hard to see sometimes, you know, when you're watching from a screen or, Whatever the case may be, but he definitely made a huge difference in this football team and I commend him for what he's done. And at his age to sign that, you know, that contract. I'm I'm happy for him. I really am. I hope he does well. So let's let's look at a couple things before we um, wrap this one up. So what do you think? You know, they, they graded us, NFL NFL.com graded us or graded everybody, I should say, on their drafts this year. They, they graded everyone. So, if you look at our draft picks right now, and everybody that we brought you know, in from the draft, what do you think our grade is?
1: I'll give the, I'm pretty sure it's an A. I mean, they hit every single key feature the Chiefs needed, every position. I mean, they got great offensive linemen that people slept on. They got a great linebacker no one really was talking about They got a wide receiver in the third day of the draft who runs polished routes. And just imagine what he can do with Tyreek Hill. Oh, my. So I would give that an A, hands down, all day, every day.
0: They did. They, they, you know, they gave him an A, A minus, I should say. But I'm going to say this Veach went after a player that no one wanted, that is an absolute. Beast. Mm-hmm. Beast. Pure beast. Nobody wanted him because three years ago he had a blood clot. Everybody slept on that dude. Everybody did. He hasn't had one single issue since then. And what was it that he hasn't given up in the last two years? A sack. A uh, sack, people. Have we had anybody, whether it be starter or not, n- get. Be able to do that? No. But Veach went out and found him, and Veach went out and grabbed him. That I. Six round pick, too. Six round That's pick. crazy. Insanely crazy. I don't know what else to say about how great we have it in the front office down to Andy Reid. Well, this is what we've been waiting on our entire life. Somebody posted on the Chiefs Focus account. They said, and you wonder why we were, the Chiefs fans have been pissed off all these years because they wanted a first-round draft pick quarterback. And I think I teased him back, and I said, we did. We had Todd Blackledge.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so. I, you I, saw, I saw
0: the 30-for-30
1: 30 30 from Elway to Marino, and I was like, bro, if they really picked Todd Blackledge. Yeah. Not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying the quarterback oh, no, he was not good. You can say what little. you – look, let me tell you something right they now. They could have got Marino, man. They could have got Marino. Kelly. <laughs> Rememberino, Kelly They were there Well actually god. Kelly He might have would have stayed instead of going to the USFL But yeah man I mean there was a lot of uh, Stuff there
0: Oh my god and I, I honestly I, I thought Todd Blackledge And He was an absolute bust Dude I mean if Anybody was a bust it was him And I think about it and then you, That was 1984 I think Mm-hmm. The fourth draft. Um, they didn't go after a quarterback in the first round or at any point that I remember that was decent in the first or second round until Mahomes.
1: Yeah, that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying
0: something. Well, <clears throat> we did. And think about all that. We've had Jackoff, Carl Peterson. We had Scott Paoli. We had. John Dorsey And John Dorsey wasn't the I don't care what anyone wants to argue with me about I don't care what mm-hmm. you say John Dorsey was not the guy that found Mahomes he It was wasn't me. Veach Veach found that kid So We've had all these years we've waited To get to this point point. And here's another interesting thing It was posted um, A few days ago Top quarterbacks in the Chiefs uh, Since Lynn Dawson So Let's look at this really quick Because i got to find this tweet um, And i actually replied to it Because I was blown out of the water um, Mahomes right now Alex Smith was with us five years Basically He had 17,000 yards in five years mm-hmm. Okay Mahomes has fourteen thousand one hundred and fifty-seven yards right now. Wow, but what's that, That's about to be his fourth year. This I is going to be this. This is his third starting season. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that's during his tenure up to this point. Gotcha. Okay. So now think about it like this: It took Alex Smith five years to get to that point. Mahomes, it took three to get to... He's going to be at three... He's going to pass Alex Smith by week 10, if not sooner. If not sooner, he will pass Alex Smith as far as yards. He's Three seasons as a starter, he's at 14,000 yards Mm -hmm. in three seasons, dude. That's unbelievable. In fact, we put up the stats, I think you and I did, and I... um, I have it right here. Let's see. His numbers are insane. So, first 46 games, 146 touchdowns. That's first ever in the history of the NFL. 14,152 passing yards. First in the NFL. His completion percentage, or passer rating, I should say, 108.7. 108. Point seven. That's pretty. Is that a? Is that a perfect QBR? That's or that's pretty close. Pretty damn close. Now, that's in. That's also first in the NFL ever in the first forty-six games. League MVP, Super Bowl MVP, in his first forty-six games. He is the absolute first player to ever do any of these things in the history of the NFL. That's insane. That's absolutely insane that he's done what he has done. And people can say it's weapons. People, we, Look, Chris Conley wasn't a weapon. Albert Wilson wasn't a weapon, but he made he him start. He got paid. He got their ass paid. So people can say what they want about weapons, this, that, and the other. It's not weapons. It's him. He makes everyone else better. And all you non-Cheese fans, and I know we have some that listen to our show, you can say what you want, but he makes us better he makes the players better. He makes defensive players better. When you can make your defense want to play better, you're that's saying something because I can tell you now normally in any other realm of the imagination especially in this game, the d- offense and defense really never really even interacted. I mean, it was them against them, one against the other, and that's just how they rolled. And I remember being on the, you know, in the practice facility back in the day in the 90s and watching these guys kick the shit out of each other over a practice. I mean, during a practice, just getting fistfights. They did not. It wasn't a matter of. I don't know if it was a matter of them liking each other, or who's
1: going to win today, offense versus defense. That's what it That's came basically down to.
0: what it was. And 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 sometimes they didn't like each other. There was times they just didn't like each other. So this is so much different than anybody's ever seen or used to it's it's, it's insane and I look at I look at so many different factors when it comes to this and the one thing that I know that we have that no one else can say that they have this much of is a brotherhood this team actually cares about each other everybody on this team likes each other they don't have fights in the locker room there's no turmoil in that locker room Mm-hmm. There's no Baker Mayfield bullshit There's nothing like that We actually have a team That cares about each other all the way around And that To me means That right there is is The building blocks of a football team That's what right That builds Character It builds a winning mentality And everybody wants to do it for the other person And that's how you really should be I mean, I've talked to JJ about it numerous times, about things that had happened back in the 90s when we sat and watched the craziness that went on. Um, you know, we've seen it firsthand. We watched it, and it was like, holy shit, these guys are beating the hell out of each other. Why? why? They're on the same team. And, you know, when I was, you know, back then, I didn't know why they did it. I, I asked. I even asked Derek one time. I said, Derek, why the hell are you guys always fighting? He goes, that's what we always do. That's what defense and offenses do. We're, we're on the same team, but that don't mean shit. And I never understood it, but it was all a mentality that you, you were out there to be the best at what you were doing, no matter who you were going up against, whether it's your own teammate or not. And then off the field, they were fine, you know, off the field, they, Mm -hmm. you know, if if they talked, they were okay. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, it's, uh, we have, we're, we're, we're in a very, very, very lucky position right now as Cheats fans, the organization in general is great. And, and, and we're just, we're lucky. That's all I can say, man.
1: No, I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. We're in a great spot
1: and I can't wait to see what the future holds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Hey, you want to laugh? So what's up? a Browns, this guy, I have to, his name is Nick Carnes. Apparently he has a podcast with the Browns. We want to, we're going to try and get him on on, then. Yeah. We got to get him on the show. It says the Browns came to Kansas City. Let's see the Browns came to Kansas City, which is a very strange way of saying it since he's not in Kansas City, but he says the Browns came to Kansas City with half of a defense. They've added more talent than anyone since. Casey gave the Browns wide receiver why would gave the Browns wide receiver zero respect. OBj and the fastest wide wide receiver in the draft have arrived. Casey's rebuilding their O line. Miles Garrett has a statement to make We want more Now a guy by the name of Johnny Breadsticks, he's actually Mm -hmm. a very smart Browns fan He says, I have a bad feeling We get absolutely demolished in this game Not saying we aren't a great team Capable of beating KC Just have a feeling with our first Game of the season being on the road With an entirely new defense Is a really bad Recipe for against this team Meaning Kansas City now, this is what Nick Carn says. Hear me out, Johnny. Figuring out the defense is a way better problem to have than figuring out your offensive line with two number one picks across from you. Okay. I don't know how the hell this guy came up with this mindset, but he's got to be on the pipe. Because there's no possibility, and I hope you're listening, Nick, there's no possibility that you can sit there and say it's easier for a defense with nine, nine, counting people, nine new players to come in and figure that out. We've watched it firsthand. It takes time to gel. Yeah, we've seen it happen firsthand. We've seen it happen firsthand. There's absolutely no way that is an easier task than to bring in an offensive line that is going to protect the best quarterback in football. And I posted back. I had to. I couldn't take it. So I replied back. Because I and I I try to not say too much, but I had to ask him. I said, "Wait, wait, wait! What did you just say?" So I, I asked him. I said, "Did you just did you just say that this is an easier task? Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way that's an easier task. These guys really believe that they are the cream of the crop, the best thing. That and you know what? I, I will give them their." Wishes, their dreams. I will give them their hopes and dreams. Um, but they're not gonna beat us. They're and, and Johnny is right. He actually he, he even went back. He said because a couple other people said he wasn't um wasn't um smart by saying it. Blah blah blah. He came back. He said Andy Reid does not lose week, uh, week one games. The Chiefs with Mahomes are averaging 37 points a game on week one, and actually that's all of September by the way. Mm -hmm. But we do average 37 to 40 points week one. Um, They always add weird new stuff into the offense. Um, It is without question the worst matchup we could have week one. He's actually, I like this kid. He's smart. He's not a stupid, crazy fan. He actually has sense because he's right. There's no arguments about that. This is an absolute nightmare for the Browns to come into to play Kansas City week one knowing what we do in the month of September and week one against a completely revamped offensive line that is out there to absolutely protect Patrick Mahomes, and that's their only job, is to make sure he's protected and our running backs have a lane. You're going to see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he is going to explode this season. You mark my words. Darrell Williams, he's going to explode this season. If we do end up bringing Bell back, he's going to have an unbelievable lane to run through. And Mahomes ain't going to see the dirt. I don't care what their defense, they think Miles Garrett can do. They have absolutely zero chance of beating us. Zero chance. The only way it can happen is if our plane didn't make it to, or their plane didn't make it to the stadium on time. (laughs) It's the only way they can beat us. So if that doesn't hype you up, nothing will. This is a completely revamped offensive line. We had two 30-plus-year-old guys that were injured trying to protect the half-a-billion-dollar man. The president. The president. We just upgraded the Secret Service. Yes, we did. We upgraded the Secret Service that's exactly what we did we are in a phenomenal phenomenal position right now Veach if you're listening probably not but if you are I love you man
1: you know he's love- listening to us man he's he he's listening to us because Veach does this there's a the players we want the Chiefs to get and then there's a the player Brett Veach finds so anytime we mention a player he never goes after them
0: <laughs> yeah exactly and that's the good part about you're right you're probably right um, it, it. I don't know how we got this. I, when it comes to luck, we fell into a pot of gold with Brett Beach. He is the best GM in football. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone wants to say. There's not a better GM in football. There's just not. We have the best GM, the best head coach, and in my, without a doubt, the best quarterback in the NFL. And then we got, of course, the best tight end. The best wide receiving core with Tyreek Hill. And even the other guys that are just going to stand up. And we got a star running back. And now we got an offensive line and defensive pieces to put it all together. And all these guys are starters right now. Mm -hmm. They're all starters right now. So, with that being said, what do you got, man? Because I had to go on my rant for a minute. No, you're good. No, I think you're right, man. I just want to say is... They got to protect the president.
1: The secret service didn't do his thing last year. And the chiefs upgrade the secret service. So right. I think Mahomes is going to be in a great position of moving forward. I think the chiefs, when it comes to these games next season, the floor for them, they're going to get, I think it's going to be 13, 12 to 13 wins. The high is going to be 15, 16 wins. Yeah. They have a really, really good chance of doing something that no other team has done and go undefeated. Now, granted, it probably won't happen, and there'll probably be a loss or two we don't realize. There's always a loss to the an AFC West team,
0: and ah, not Jeez. always. We went six. Remember, we smoked the AFC West a couple years ago, but last year, year or two last year we won. We lost one, one game. Mm-hmm. And that's so we may good. lose one, but uh, again, we had. Remember the year that we did beat them. We, 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 we ran the table on the ASC West. We had the 31st-ranked defense. And we still ran the ASC true. West. That is true. Okay. Last year, yeah, the Raiders came in and did their little thing and beat us a little bit by very little. But it, a win's a win. Like I said before, 1 point, 5 points, 25 points. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a win. But that victory lap fucked them up. That put them in a very bad position. And now they got to reap what they sowed. They have got to deal with us. Mm-hmm. A better version of us. A completely better version of us. In all aspects. We're going to be stupid this year. Stupid! Just so <laughs> everybody knows.
1: They're going to lay down the hammer so I yes, cannot wait.
0: So I cannot wait whatsoever. Yep. It's going to be a hype, hype season for everybody, man. I mean, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to laugh while you, me and you were on the phone and tweeting, I'm going to laugh like a freaking schoolgirl pretty much every game of the season. And think about it like this. This schedule this year, in my opinion, I, I know it's ranked 11th. And I think we were ranked 11th hardest schedule last year, maybe 10th. And my, or was it, wasn't it the 10th or 11th hardest schedule last year for us? Um, I'm I want to say sure, But I would
1: guess it, that schedule had to be top 10.
0: Yeah, it was. So, yeah, it in my be, opinion, we got yeah. an easier
1: schedule this year, bro. In a way, yeah.
0: In, in a, way, a way, we have an easier schedule.
1: The divisions we played against were a lot difficult. This time around, it's, eh, it's
0: a step down, but overall, it's going to be difficult. It is, but it's not any more difficult than what we had last year. And and and, and we went 14-2 and last year with so many injuries. The year prior to that, we won the Super Bowl. With 14 injured starters During the course of that season 14 injured starters 14 Mm -hmm. Offensively and defensively We won the Super Bowl We went to the Super Bowl last year And yes That offensive line killed us A few other things didn't help It ain't gonna be the same this year It's just not So I'm gonna leave it at that That's all I gotta say so what do you got, man? Anything else? Um,
1: I think we're good to go. Just one last topic. It doesn't have to be long. I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts about the Jaguars possibly going to sign 10 people to a deal? He hasn't played since 2015. Like, I'm just curious.
0: Just what are your overall thoughts? Because I just want to hear your thoughts and I'll say what I think. Okay, here's my opinion on this. Okay, and it's maybe an unpopular opinion. And probably with you as well, because I know, I think I know your thoughts on Tim Tebow. Uh But I don't think Tebow's a bad player. I really don't. I don't think he got a fair shake in Denver. Look, look at what Elway has done post Peyton Manning. Look what he has done to every quarterback that came in that had an opportunity to be good and he failed them. He failed them. He failed everyone. He signed Brock Osweiler back twice. Why? Because his ego is the size of a 727. The problem with that whole situation with him, I think, was just horrible timing. And, you know, he went from the NFL to Major League Baseball to doing nothing Back to the NFL. Now he's coming in as a tight end. He's not coming in as a quarterback. He's played tight end before. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He's got good hands. If he is able to make that roster, which it does sound like they signed him, I think he can actually make an impact. And I hope he does. I really do. Now, I have my quirks about him. I think he's used certain things... And I know this is probably gonna come off wrong, but I think he's played some of his religious beliefs. I think he's overplayed them, I should say, to a degree. And when I say that, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that I think he really pushed the you know, he he, he pushed the envelope on that.
1: I mean, but that's his belief though too. I mean No no no, I don't mean yeah. that's not his belief.
0: That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think that maybe he doesn't believe as much as he portrayed it. I think that that might've hurt him to some degree because I think some people may have figured him out to a degree is Mm -hmm. all I'm getting at. I've not, not, I mean, I'm, I'm a religious person. You are as well. And I'm not knocking anyone's belief in whether it's when it comes to religion. What I'm saying is, is, I think he may have over, overplayed what he really believes. Mm. You know, with the whole I'm a virgin thing, you know, I'm not going to do anything until I'm married. I almost don't believe that's true. And I, I'm having a hard time with that one. The, I don't know of too many guys on this planet that was in his position, a nice looking guy, quarterback star, had women diving on him 24 7. I have a really hard time believing that he had absolutely nothing to do with any of these women, even when he was dating them, because he wasn't married. I'm just having a hard time with that.
1: The way I've seen it, I've always, like, I, when it comes to the Tim Teal, I think he's a great pro. I love watching him at the University of Florida. Just look, seeing him come back, it just frustrates me because you have other players that could be in the position He's just getting an extra chance when you have other players that could possibly be better. I get it. We haven't seen him play Titan before. The one time that we got to see him really play when he was on the Jets was whenever they threw a pass and he kind of ducked. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player and all. And I kind of agree with you. He didn't really get a fair shake because as soon as Paint Manning was there, they kicked him out. Yeah. He went to the Jets. They didn't give him a fair shake. And honestly, I really think he's a really good guy. Um... I just think, honestly, though, it just doesn't make any sense that he's just getting an extra chance when you have some players who don't get a second and third chance. Yeah. But hey, this is the NFL. It just seems to me more, it's like, I know Urban Meyer's his coach, but this seems to me like a form of nepotism in a way, where he's just getting another chance because he knows Urban Meyer. And there's nothing wrong with him getting another chance. I just feel like there's someone there on ed- on that's a free agent that could probably... Help the Jaguars more beneficially because I don't know, man. It's like Tim Tebow does some really, really, really great speeches. And I, I mean, hey, I remember watching him at the University of Florida and he was balling and he was giving these speeches like no other. And he did his thing in the NFL. I honestly just don't know if it's going to work this time around. He hasn't played it in five years, five, six years. I wish him all the best, but when you're looking at it from my point of view i just i, just I feel like there's other players that i mean if we're really gonna go there i mean there's just other players who are getting fair chances over things that are just are out of our control and you're trying to put the best team out there now i don't know if he's gonna play quarterback now he's probably gonna come and play some wildcat packages and stuff i just hope it works out for him it just—I don't know. It's just going to be an interesting season because a lot of players on different teams are really pissed, saying he gets a job and then such and such other people aren't able to at
0: this time. Yeah, you know, I, I understand that and I agree with you on that part. I—you know—he's thirty. I think he's thirty-three years old, mm-hmm. and you're right. He hasn't played in a very long time. So, if there was other players out there at, now. You got to look at it from both standpoints. Meyer, if anybody can mold him into anything, it would be him.
1: It's Urban Meyer, yes. yes it correct. is Urban now, Meyer.
0: Now, think about it like this as well. He's 33, but he's not been injured. He's never really, his body's not beat up. But he's not in football shape, though. It's been five no, he years. May, now he's well, been
1: lifting but he's not in the
0: football shape. I agree with you, but what I'm saying is maybe they're looking at it from a different standpoint. Maybe they're thinking, okay, if we get one, two good seasons out of this guy and I can mold him into something because he is physically in good condition and maybe he's a backup for somebody else, Mm -hmm. then maybe they're looking at it from that standpoint. I don't know. I think, you know, you're right. I think it is a form of nepotism and I think that's probably, you know, I mean, a lot of NFL players are kind of pissed with this move. Not gonna lie. Well, and I don't, I kind of don't blame them because they're. But then you also look at the other players that maybe not getting a second chance that have been either injured or uh, had really horrible off-field situations or whatever. I don't know what they're, you know, what players they're specifically talking about that may not be getting that second chance. I don't know, but I agree with you on that part of it. Now, here's something strange: the Raiders have a Thanksgiving game. mm Hmm. And so did Buffalo. So the Raiders are playing Dallas. Buffalo's playing the Saints. Uh-huh. Chicago's playing the Bear, uh, the Detroit Lions. So how the hell did the Raiders get a Thanksgiving game?
1: Hey, man, that's going to be awesome for me because I'm going to be eating my turkey watching them lose.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah,
1: that's the time to get that third and fourth play.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now here's another one, just so you guys know. Uh... Weirdly enough, the Cowboys are trying out um, Illinois State quarterback Brady, uh, Brady Davis. Brady Davis, Brady Davis. Did he? Was he in? Undra- yeah, I, don't know, I think he was undrafted. Hmm. But weirdly That's enough, surprising. they're trying him out. Um, well, they need backup because, I mean, Andy Dalton's gone. I
1: mean, they really don't have anyone.
0: Yeah. Uh, he Okay, so here's his deal. He's 24, started mm-hmm. his uh, uh, college career at Memphis. Uh-huh. Uh, he transferred to Illinois State. Um uh, he suffered a torn ACL in the two thousand nineteen season, and the team's, to, uh, teams to, uh, 2020 season was canceled, so because they of COVID. Um, I don't see where he yeah he was definitely not drafted. So mm-hmm. his I got to tell you though, um, he only had twenty one starts, and well twenty one starts out of twenty two games. He didn't have the greatest completion percentage. It was fifty four point two. But he threw for thirty five hundred and five yards, twenty eight touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Okay. He, now he rushed for two hundred and sixty four yards and three touchdowns over the course of four seasons. Uh, that might be a smart move in their in their in their favor. They Texas they first.
1: need backup help. I mean, they do.
0: So that might be something that hey, it might be a good thing. Now, I got one thing to bring up to you. ESPN. Has parted ways with, and now his name, he's been with them for 30 some odd years. He's done a million things with them. We've heard about the struggles that ESPN has had. Um, but ESPN, let me pull this up for you really quick so I can get this before we get off the show. Um, hold on. Sorry. Give me one second, guys. I'm just pulling something up because I want to make sure I got all my facts straight. Give me one second. He's been an ESPN analyst for a long time. He actually put a story out um, a couple of days ago. God, what is his name? Why can't I think of his name? They asked him to take a 61% pay cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've heard about this show. Yeah. Kenny Maine, sorry, Kenny Maine. It, it just popped in my head. He's had his own show on there. He's been an analyst for 27 years with ESPN. He's, you know, he's there with Chris Berman. They asked him to take a 61% pay cut. Now, do you Chiefs fans understand why Brooke, Pires, Brooke Pryor signed with ESPN? Because she can make 20 grand a year and still be on TV. This is a problem for ESPN. There's something going on there. We've known for a long time that well, they've been making some cuts and changes. They've been having
1: money issues. and A lot I, of money
0: issues, yeah. I don't really know what's going on
1: there, but, I mean, it's just not the same when I was growing up watching ESPN. Um, I mean, Stuart Scott, when he was there before he passed, I mean, he was, I mean, an excellent post. Yeah. And I just kind of see over the last few years, the moves they've made is very questionable. Like, they don't have Skip based anymore. Granted, hey, I get to watch him battle against Shannon Sharp, which I think is awesome. Yeah. But just kind of looking at their whole state, I mean, I don't really know what they're going to do. I mean, they have the they can cover all the events. But, I mean, I just kind of hope they don't go under because that's another way you can kind of see the NFL Live. You get to see your NFL news from there where they cover all the teams. So, I mean, yeah. I just hope yeah, it works yeah. out. I mean, I don't really don't know what's going on there, but yeah, that's kind of crazy. I asked him to take a sixty-one percent pay. Well, here's increase. the weirdest I mean, part of it. He, I guess he felt like he earned it. I mean, I don't blame him. He's been there thirty-one years. So,
0: well, here's the strangest part about it: is that they ask him to take the pay cut. He leaves. Shortly afterwards, they signed Chris Berman to a multi-year extension. Hmm.
1: Well, people know Chris Berman more than the other guy. I'll be the first one to minute. I didn't even know the guy you were talking well, Chris, about until you say you said well, the name. Well, Chris
0: Berman's retired basically, and all of a sudden he's now on a multi-year extension, which is strange mm. to me. That's a report that's out. Um, but he was with ESPN for 27. It was a 27-year run.
2: Mm.
0: You know, I mean that's a long time to be with somebody. Indeed. And then them ask you, well, why don't you just, you know give me 61% of your money. That's, that's very strange to me, but Hey, it is what it is. Just a little NFL news for you guys out there. But, uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with ESPN as uh, time goes on. But it looks like they've kind of went from that, the original sports network to this almost, you know, if you watch some of their shows right now, it's almost like these dredge site shows where guys have these really offbeat opinionated takes on things it's different than what we're used to exactly yeah it's a lot different a lot different and they're bringing in people that aren't as i guess well rounded in the sports well rounded in the sports field as they normally would and it it, it, to me it's it's a little different change but what are you going to do um we'll see what happens with espn going moving forward i know there's other networks like nfl network and other places that are taking over the NFL world, but they... And Fox is on the rise. And Fox is on the rise, so... Uh, it's 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 strange to me to watch them take a nosedive like they have, but, uh, again, that tells you why Brick Pryor, Pryor is part of ESPN. Uh, they had to go after whoever they can get, I guess, that would take no money, and that's... She's not worth signing. I mean, nobody else would have taken her. So, that just tells you. And, of course, she's up in Pittsburgh, you know, in the snow... Miserable. So, uh, and that goes along with her personality. So anyway, with that being said, um, shout out to Tom Ali. Great run with Kansas city. Second best in my opinion, next to DT. So, I mean, got the second most sacks of anybody next to DT. He, he was balling. Even when the chiefs were terrible. Yeah, Tomba man was balling. Yeah, he was. So shout out to that man. I know he has listened to our show. And I'm glad he, you know, he did and he has. And I'm I, I'm, so happy that he came in and retired as a chief. You know, that was great. It's fantastic for us. So another ring of honor guy, in my opinion. So with that being said, man, I don't think we got anything else. to you? No, man, I think
1: we're uh, good to go. I think All we're everybody. good to go. Another great podcast, another day, another great edition, another great run, man. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next.
0: Oh, it's going to be a great year. Great year, Cheese Kingdom. Be ready for this. I'm pumped. I am absolutely pumped about this year. I don't know if I can get any more pumped about a season than I am this season right now. And I was pumped about last season. So this season here just, I mean, just gives me wood. So anyway, uh, with that being said, I hope everybody has a great rest of your week. And, um... We'll talk to you next time, Cheese Kingdom. See you next time, Cheese
1: Kingdom. Thank you.